the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Manatee High School football is a force of nature. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. Very pleasant good evening, everyone. We are live from Beefo Brady's on this uh, pretty nice Tuesday evening. Joining me, as always, head football coach John Booth. And tonight, our assistant coach is Chad Choate, linebacker coach. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Thank you for having us. Our Big win. Big win Friday night over Sanford Seminole. And, uh, John, congratulations on your Appreciate first regular season win. Thank you. It was good to kind of get that off that monkey off our back, and now we can kind of focus on Naples, and, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to, of course, uh, turn our attention to Naples as we move along here in the next hour. But first let's uh, talk about the big win over Sanford Seminole. And, again, uh, being a defensive coach, Chad, uh, you got to be proud of the way the defense set the tone early, got the safety, got some sacks, and uh, put Sanford in a hole early that they never were able to recover from. And they're a pretty good team. No, they were. They were. They were, they were pretty athletic. Um, and yeah, I mean the the first the the safety by Nation. I mean the kid. I don't know what to tell you. He reads the ball <laughs> better than anyone that I've seen in a while, and, and he just knows football. Um, and then with with uh, Antonio's uh, pick six, we're in a coverage that they've never seen. Actually, Phelan talked about it on the headset. He said that that the guy was there, uh, the Seminole coach was there at, at the clinic and heard um, Jim talk about the cover three. Well, we, we were actually in our robber, and so they thought we were going to be in three, and we robbed them. Hence the name of the the coverage. So, um, yeah, it was good play. I mean, Antonio is is a great athlete. Obviously, didn't have any pressure behind him, but um, yeah, it's nice for defense to score a little bit. I love it. Yeah, and uh, the final score, 37-20, John, and you had a comfortable lead. It got maybe a little dicey there toward the end, and we were able to get the uh, the touchdown to pull to a 17-point lead, but I never really thought the game was in doubt throughout the game. It was a game that Manatee controlled, and you were able to get some uh, some offense this week, and I think that was pretty important. Obviously. Well, it, it was. It was something that, uh, you know, we've been saying for the last couple of weeks that, um, you know, we've got a, a, a young group and, and, uh, and an experienced group, and they'll continue to work and they'll continue to get better and um you know we we finished the first half 30 to 7 i think we got a little bit um relaxed maybe a little complacent coming out in the third quarter um but actually you know statistically and just kind of watching the film we we moved the ball much better in the second half than we did in the first half we just didn't finish drives we had um, a couple turnovers in that that second half to where it kept us from putting points on the board but we we actually moved the ball um Pretty effectively, so I was I was happy with our offensive performance Friday night. Johnny Lang almost 200 yards on the night. Yep. Wow, 34 carries. <laughs> That's toting the rock. 
Well, he had 23. I don't know if that's our, our season totals there. Oh, well, maybe that um, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But they, yeah, they he finished. He finished with you know uh, 177 yards on 23 carries, and um, you know we did uh, we added a few wrinkles uh, with with him kind of in our wildcat formation and and had him at the quarterback position, and um, he did a really really good job for us. Uh, AJ settled down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Had a, had a good game. Quarterback AJ. Mm-hmm. Cole Giovanni, and I thought uh, I thought the offensive line played better. I, I kind of looked at some of the the tape over the weekend, and uh, there's still a lot of room for improvement. But well, they played better. Yeah, they did, and and uh, but we were out uh, two starters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Bernard Shaw, Shaw was out with a concussion, and and uh, Brad Stickler had missed practice earlier in the week uh, due to him being sick, and. Um, you know, so we had some some younger guys step in, and and uh, they did a good job for us, and and we were able to, you know, like we were saying, able to still move the ball pretty effectively. Yeah, how did the the young guys look? Um, you know, on video they 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 came in there and you know played pretty well. I think. Well, and that yeah, and that's what you want. You you want those guys that are that are in backup roles. We always say you're one play away, and you don't know when that one play is, and you don't know what the reason. For that one play, but um, you've got to be ready. And their number was called, and and they did uh, they did exactly what we asked them. That would be Curtis Matalau and Jake Walker, mm-hmm. who stepped in there. Yep. And uh, uh, Matalau, I thought, you know, looked looked pretty good. And um, I'll tell you what, if in fact that offensive line can gel, um, boy, it's just you know I, I hate to put the whole burden on the offensive line. Of course, the quarterback has to continue mm-hmm. to improve. But with the skill positions we have, we've been saying it all along will be a real threat offensively. We, yeah, and and uh, we're 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 happy this this week. We've got uh, Bernard back. He was back full go practice today. Uh, Brad was back. Um, Josh Carden, he he has a broken finger. Um, he's been actually working snapping. He's a right-handed center, but he's been snapping with his left hand, and, and he's been doing that very effectively. And really, <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and so we've got our entire starting um, offensive line back. And um, you know, and uh, uh, AJ is continuing to progress, and I'm happy with that. And you know, AJ threw through over 60 percent, which is what we're looking for. Um, you know, we missed uh, we missed a couple nine routes to uh, to Kelvin, and, and missed a uh, fade opportunity in the end zone. Uh, so we're we've got to continue to work on that. But but all in all, I thought um, you know those two position groups, our offensive line and quarterback play, were were uh, pretty good. Chad, did you have? Uh... An indication. I know you had an indication, but this defense is um, as good of defense as we've had in recent years. We had to replace some kids. So, how confident were you coming into the season? Well, I was pretty confident. I mean, you look at you look at uh, especially the the middle four, the the two strong safeties coming back, and you look at the two linebackers. You know, Nation's a returning starter, but. Jamar Gaskins, he's he's been a varsity player for three years, his third year. So uh, we were pretty confident, especially the middle part there. As far as secondary goes, uh, had a lot of con- a lot of confidence in in Jack and Woody, George Woody and and Robinson. They rotated a lot at the one corner spot opposite of of Dee Dee last year, um, and Jamarian got to play a lot as well uh, with 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 some of the the higher scoring games and stuff. And and interiorly, we knew uh, we knew what we had in Malik and Mays. Um, but it's been like in years past. There's been two guys who've been very good in front of them, and they just need to wait their turn and, and come along. And, and same with, with Kwanzi on the outside. Um, and so we, we had an inclination. We, we thought we were going to be very good. And I, I agree with you. I think, I think overall defensive speed 
from front to back, this may be the fastest we, we've had, um, especially since I've been here past four years, five years. And that's saying something because we've had some excellent defenses. And we'll be talking to our players of the game. Quanzie Jackson is our defensive player of the game, and he just made plays all over the field. And our offensive player of the game, Johnny Lang. We're going to get to know Johnny Lang real well this year, i got a feeling. <laughs> yeah. um, and Johnny's going to get a lot of wings yes. if he likes wings. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't, I'll eat them. Yeah, um, because he's just, uh, you know, we've talked about it, John. We talked about it on the pregame show last week. Just get him a crease. Get yep. him a crease. Well, it doesn't take much. He's a, he's a great back. Has great vision and footwork, and um, you know, and he's explosive. Once he once he makes his decision, um, he hits it and, and hits it hard. Okay, um, talk a little bit about this team we played because I, I thought Sanford Seminole was pretty good. When I watched video of them, um, you know, I was pretty impressed. They won their kickoff classic. They won their first game. Last year, they had a not a very good year, but mm-hmm. they seemed to turn it around. I know their quarterback, who was playing, um, may not be the starter. They had another kid, the coach's son, who was hurt, but this quarterback did a pretty good job. All in all, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll win some games this year. I, I believe they have to play their number one ranked team, Dr. Phillips, uh, this week, so they go from playing Manatee to Doctor Phillips. Got their hands full. Yeah, no, they're. Uh, we, you know, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't hard to see that on on film as we were preparing for them last week. I mean, they. You know, it, it really starts with their quarterback, and and we knew that um, up front. You know, defensively, we're going to have our hands full in, in trying to contain him, and and um, you know, he did a really good job of just uh, in those two previous games of breaking outside the pocket and, and either, you know, extending a long run or, you know, extending a pass where, you know, we're finding a, a receiver downfield. And, um, but like I said, that with our, with our defensive front uh, and, and Kwanzi had a great game, um, we really kind of controlled that line of scrimmage and really kind of kept him in check. Now, is it is it a one-year deal we have with Sanford Seminole? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, and, and – I want to point out that you had nothing to do with the schedule. Right. Uh, not that it's a bad schedule, but it's a very difficult schedule. Yep. Um, but why not play a difficult schedule, right, Chad? I mean, Absolutely. get ready for the district. Absolutely. I feel like, uh, especially the Ware County game, the Ware County game prepares us for the trip we may have, you know, fourth round or, or sometime in the playoff. I don't want to say fourth round, jump <laughs> over our head. But why not? The vision. The vision is, is you know, you're going to have to probably travel somewhere in the Miami area. Right. You're going to have a four-hour trip. So get on a bus in the beginning of the year, play a tough team. And, and that team, I, we're, we're still feeling some bumps and bruises from that Ware County game. It was a physical, physical game, just like this week will be as well. I mean, Naples is going to be another physical, you know, for, for the, the fan out there. They're not going to light the scoreboard up with some crazy plays. They do what they do, mere option, and, and that's it. But it's good to have a strong schedule get us ready um, because 8A is a tough classification. It sure is, and we've already seen some upsets around the state in 8A, and we're going to continue to see it. But I I think that you see some of these teams playing, and I'm not going to pick on Naples because they're a very good team, but I believe when they come out Friday, it's going to take them maybe a little while to get used to the speed of the Hurricanes, because they haven't played, their their first two teams were okay, but not not real good, and we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. they're they're an excellent team. They're ranked fourth in the state, right. but again, when when you play East Lake and then you go to Ware County mm-hmm. and then you play a team that's not quite as good, but a team that's still pretty good, a lot of speed yep. in Sanford Seminole, 
Uh, we're, we almost did it uh, the opposite way. You know, we're, we're most like in college, you know, you usually take a patsy and then right, kind of the build beginning. up, you know. But, yep. hey, you know, let's throw everything out. Yeah, but I, I feel that this is going to prepare us so much more than doing that. It really gave us, particularly offensively, because we are doing a few new things and, and, and you know, new new faces. It, it really kind of gave us a, a measuring stick of where we're at. So I'm, I'm happy that we were, you know, kind of front-loaded pretty heavy on this schedule. If you want to give us a call and talk Hurricane football tonight, you're welcome. Our local number, 955-0930, Well, one of the things that we've done offensively, John, is Johnny Lang mm-hmm. uh, from the quarterback position. That's right. And I think uh, we'll probably see more of that, won't we? Yeah, and, um, you know, we were we were limited with, um, with plays just because this was just a wrinkle for us this week, um, this past week against Seminole. Um, we've, we've expanded that this week, um, and, and there's going to be a little bit more that we're asking Johnny to do from that, from that position. But, you know, the, the thought process is, you know, he's, he's one of our top playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Um, let's get the ball in his hands and allow him to do what he does so well. And so, um, he's, he's responded great this, these first two days in practice and, um, looking forward to seeing how, how it kind of all comes together Friday night. Now, does that get Octavius James on the field also? Yeah, there's there's going to be there, there's going to be some packages where the two will be in the backfield together. Um, Johnny will be back there at quarterback with Zach, Zach Staten, um, kind of there as a blocking fullback. So um, it will uh, allow Octavius to get in there with with Johnny. I'm glad you mentioned Zach because I want to go back. I had asked you about the uh, shuffle pass because mm-hmm. we we had used it um, last year, the year before, quite a bit. And this week we kind of broke it out, mm-hmm. and one of those plays, if if we complete it, it's right. a, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, I saw that one. I, I didn't see the other one when I was watching the the, the right. It's actually the first one that we uh, that we ran uh, inside the red zone. Set it up nice. Um, just didn't didn't execute the catch, and and um, you know we came back to it a few times. Uh, I want to say we ran it maybe four times in the game. Um, and it was set up uh, again, really nice later, um, you know, in the third quarter. And um, we, you know, we just just got outside the the block. Uh, Zach caught it and turned up outside the block. If he would have stayed inside a little bit, um, there was a nice crease. At, you know, a fifteen twenty yard gain. Possibly. Zach's got good hands. So. He's got yeah, he's got yeah. great hands, which is why we had him as you know in that you know that that shovel pass position to where he can catch it and turn up. He's a physical runner. Um, but uh, you know those are those are some of the things that we're continuing to to work and and kind of iron out uh, you know just placement and, and getting ourselves in, in the right position to to be able to execute those those plays. All right, we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we're going to have trivia. We've got some great trivia questions. We've got our players of the game, and we're going to start talking about the Naples Golden Eagles. Should be a great game Friday night at Hawkins Stadium. We'll be back. Live with more Hurricane Hotline from Beefo Brady's right after this. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take, fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and antioxidant-rich krill oil together in one tiny pill. 
It's so powerful, it can reduce your risk of coronary heart disease. It also promotes joint comfort in just seven days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free, but only by calling 1-800-951-1103. 1-800-951-1103. Call now for your free bottle. 1-800-951-1103. That's 1-800-951-1103. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm working two jobs, and my husband works too. My kids go to school with your kids. I'm one out of every six Americans, and my family is struggling with hunger. I believe in this country, but it's hard to believe so many Americans have to choose between paying bills and feeding families. Visit feedingamerica.org and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle? Dot, dot, dot. JK, hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at ya, boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG. You are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. That'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Don't smoke in the house. Don't smoke in the house. Don't smoke around the kids. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as making your home and car smoke-free zones. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Hurricane Five Cortez Road in Bradenton with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. 
And like I said, we are back live at FIFO Brady's on this Tuesday evening talking hurricane football with Coach John Booth and Coach Chad Choate. And we will have our players of the game momentarily. I want to start segueing into the game against Naples. And I've got uh, two, I think, pretty good trivia questions. Uh, We'll save the Naples trivia question. We always try to have one about the opponent. We're going to throw out a 100-year trivia question because it is the 100th year of Manatee Hurricane football. And I know that uh, many in this room go way back as far as Manatee Hurricane football and maybe back to 1914. I don't know. We got a story, if that's true. Uh, But... We have had uh, some great teams here at Manatee, of course, five state championships, many trips to the playoffs. We have had a handful of undefeated teams, and I want to know how many undefeated teams. You don't have to tell me the year or anything like that. If you can, you might get a bonus koozie or something. I think we got lots of stuff to give away. I've got, uh, I've got a wing card still from last week. Gene's got some T-shirts. We've got koozies we've got all sorts of stuff posters so if you can tell me how many undefeated teams manatee has had since that very first team in 1914 all right and i'll tell you a hint one of those undefeated teams was pretty darn close to 1914 all right if you know uh raise your hand here at beefs or call us on the local line 955 and we'll, uh, we'll get you the stuff if you call in. If you're here, of course, uh, you can get it right away. So I need how many undefeated teams have the Hurricanes had in their 100 years of playing football? Do you know, John? I would. Can I guess? Or no, no, no. no <laughs> <laughs> I want some wings. <laughs> Chad, you got any idea? Don't say it. but do you? I do, but I'm not going to say okay. it. Okay. You All do? Right. He's a walking encyclopedia, man. Mine would be a guess. Chad and Cord Graham. They're they're the trivia experts. Um, Two smart guys right there, by the way. Oh, yeah. And now's a good time to – I want to pass along something. Uh, The the game Friday night is against Naples. It's a great game. You need to come out and watch this game. And if you do, at halftime, we're going to honor the cheer team, the competitive cheer team at Manatee High. We'll get their rings because – they are the defending state champs, and that's two-time defending that's state that. champs. That's right. And uh, Chad's better half is the head coach now of the cheer team. Definitely my better half, yeah. for sure. <laughs> she took over for Kelly Altoff, and Kelly actually is coming back. Uh, she had to move with her uh, husband over to the Orlando area, and um, she's coming back, though, for the ceremony, and that will be Friday night at halftime. The, the, the cheer team will get their rings, and they're excited about that, and... Um, Hopefully that will fire the football team up a little bit, too, um, because uh, this will be twice in a row they're getting their rings, and it's about time the I want football one. team. I want right. one. Yeah, we, we, we got one in 2011, and, uh, hey, it's time for another one. M&L Cabinets, so uh, we want to mention M&L Cabinets because, man, they've done a great job sponsoring Manatee High School, and they went out and they bought these rings for the oh, cheer team. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, great news, and um, they'll be showing them off. Uh, Friday night, so you don't want to miss that, and you don't want to miss this football game. I've been watching some of Naples, and uh, they run uh, two running backs, uh, kind of the veer offense, pretty close to the quarterback, 
nothing fancy, Chad. I'm sure you studied it in depth, uh, being a defensive coach. Yeah, nothing fancy. Um, they've been running it. Most of those kids down there, I don't know how they do it, but the low leagues run the same veer, two-back, split-back, veer option. Um, and so they run it really well, and they run it over and over again. Uh, and so most of the time it, it breaks and, and busts open. I know when I was a junior and senior, we were in, in with Naples in the same district, and they ran the same offense. Um, so that was only 10 years ago. So, And we had some great games with them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We had some really – one yeah. in a pouring rain, uh, one that we lost in the third round um, to kick us out of the playoffs. But, um, yeah, they're they're physical team. Uh, offensive line is all about precise, you know, uh, uh, movements and, and blocks. Um, like you said, nothing fancy. And uh, it's a, it's going to be – it's almost like going to be a Ware County game. That, that same type of smash mouth, you know, mono e mono, see who's Physical. who's batter at the, at the end of the night. Okay, we've got a caller. Probably wants to answer that trivia question. Good evening. How you doing? Welcome to Hurricane Hotline. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Can you hear me? Hey, this is Rob. How's it going? Hey, Rob. Doing well. Hey, uh, two things for you. One, I was going to go uh, go for that trivia question. And uh, second, second one was I had a quick question for uh, linebacker's coach, Chad. Chad Choke. Okay, go ahead and answer the trivia question first. Undefeated seasons in 100 years, I'm going to go with six. Close, but uh, not quite. Not quite. Good guess, though. Good guess. All right. And uh, What's your question uh, for Chad? As far as uh, linebackers this week, last week it looked like you played a 4-3. Are you guys ever switching to a 3-4 with Manatee, or are you going to stick with a 4-3 for the whole season? <laughs> well, we actually play a, a 4-2-5, but... Um, our outside strong safeties kind of play as a linebacker um, at depth at, at times. Um, so, no, it's it's really a 4-2-5, and, and we do have a 3-4. We actually played a little bit of it this week, actually, a little bit of a wrinkle. Um, we call it our dime package, and um, we got a, we got a good good uh, uh, group of, of D-linemen that we can get in and rotate, especially the tackles, um, to keep fresh legs out there. Uh, it's a little more of a pressure package, stuff with, with uh, spread teams and, and bringing some pressure. So, so, yeah, you'll probably see some more of that 3-4 for sure. Oh, that's, hey, Rob, that's thank- awesome. Thanks again. You, got, you all got a great team this year. Uh, best linebacker I've seen since Joe Montana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, thanks, Rob, for your call. And uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, the try for the trivia question. So it's still out there. How many – undefeated teams have we seen at manatee high school in a hundred years of football and you know it's interesting because we've talked to chad about uh, our defensive alignment and i don't know I, I think they're starting to in college i don't know why more teams don't play the uh four two five um to stop the spread um yeah. but you're seeing more teams do it there's Correct. no doubt about mm-hmm. it like Florida plays a ton of Nickelback yep, with Brian Poole. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, by the way, Brian Poole from Southeast, he was all over the field on Saturday yeah, great game. for that corner blitz. Uh, oh, my gosh. Is he well, it's really hard. Athlete? It's really hard for uh, defensively you've got to have the right personnel to run the 4-2-5. Uh, we've obviously been lucky the past four or five years to be able to have the strong safeties that we have. And this year, obviously, Antonio Henderson and, and, and uh, Rump, Trevon Rump is, is the other. And so 
you've got to have the right personnel. Obviously, college, you can't right. get it, obviously, recruiting. But high school level, it's a little difficult, and, and you're asking a lot from the strong safeties. It's a, you're a mixture between a run-stopping but also a cover guy, and, and at times it's it's difficult to, to be able to read that. And so, I mean, Coach Phelan does a great job coaching those guys up Monday through Thursday on their reads and stuff like that, but, but it's difficult. But it also it presents problems for a spread offense as well. And I'm impressed, John, because – We've played some spread offenses, but, you know, we go up to where, and that was a different type of offense. Yep. And now we're playing a veer against Naples, and this defense seems to work against those could, offenses. Yeah, you could still do, you could still do the same same defensive set, and it's still, you, it's, you can stop it all. But those guys can play up at the line. If we need to spread them out and get into pass drops, they can do that as well. Okay, we're going to go out to Gene Brown now. We have our players of the game. Now, Gene, before... Which one are we going to have first, uh, Johnny? Yeah, I've got Johnny with okay, me. Okay, let's uh, let me get to oh our replays because Johnny wants to hear uh, his touchdown probably. So we are going to go ace back at the studio. Uh, let's go with number five. This is the long run that Johnny had to set up a touchdown. So ace will play number five. AJ out of the AJ gun. AJ will pitch back to Lang. Lang's got a lot of room. Lang to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, and Johnny is to the 10. Johnny is inside the 10 and goes down at about the 6-yard line. What a run by Johnny Lang, but a terrific pitch by AJ Colagiovanni. It was. That's uh, Eddie Mulock. That was. <laughs> it was. It was, yeah, that's. Um, but anyway, uh, Johnny, that was a good pitch. Caught you in stride, and uh, as soon as you finish that wing, you you want to? <laughs> he dropped it real quick. Hey, talk about that play, Johnny. That was uh, that was picture perfect. I, I can't remember. I can't remember the play. Nine option. Nine option. That you cut back across field. Oh, oh yeah. AJ gave me a good <laughs> a pinch and caught me in stride. Had one man to beat, and I just made the best out of the opportunity. Do you think that uh, now that AJ's getting a little more time in there, now we've had three games, that you're starting to get a little bit more of a cohesiveness with him? And, of course, the offensive line, we've talked about how young they are, but getting a little better each play, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, AJ, he come a long way. I mean, he's still young, but he's still learning at the same time. I mean, like, he puts the best foot forward and give it all you got, and that's all we ask for from him. All right. Um, obviously, had a couple of big plays on the one of the things. So many people have asked me on the long run down the sidelines, where it ended up being a fumble towards the end. It was such a great run. Um, there's a little controversy over that. So, what happened on that play at the end? Uh, I just like, I had to fight with a couple of dudes to get down, and then it's like when I got down, I I tried to like throw the ball out of my hand just to get up real fast, and I just heard people saying get on the ball, so I just tried my best to get on the ball too, and. Ref caught the fumble. I mean, you can't. The run, though, that going down the sidelines there and just what you did was a great. Obviously, we want to finish, but I mean, you're going to have a lot more of those this year that are opportunity to, to go the distance. And as the offensive line gets better, AJ gets a little more comfortable. Um, things are going to look better, I think, as we get going. Yeah, I mean, everything coming along at first, you could see it was kind of like sluggish. And now it's just everything coming together. We're building the fish that run through everybody now. I got a question for uh, Johnny. Uh, how do you like playing quarterback, Johnny? Uh, it just sometimes I get nervous because like, that's not my main position. So it's just I get nervous, but at the same time, just sit back and play football and do what Coach Boo asked me to do. We got it. Is it called the Wild Cane? 
Yeah, ah, the offense there. there. Wild Lang. Yeah, Wild <laughs> Lang. Yeah. Um, all right, Johnny. Well, keep up the good work and keep getting iced as much as possible carrying the ball that much. Yes, sir. Yeah, Johnny Lang. That's uh, that's a great young man, and uh, got a feeling we're going to see it. And I, th- I think I like the Wildcat because it gives uh, A.J. an opportunity to go on the side and kind of take it all in for a play or two. And for a young quarterback, that's important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and we like it as a coaching staff because we're getting the ball in, in our top playmakers' hands. Yeah, know? no doubt about it. And as much as you can do that, the better. Um, now we go over to the other side of the football, and we have Quanzi Jackson, the uh, – Defensive end who has just come on the scene uh, and played amazing football. And let's see what we've got um, from Quanzi. How about uh, how about one of his sacks? Uh, he had a bunch of them, I think. Yeah, which one? But uh, uh, Ace, let's go with uh, number four. Number four be a Quanzi Jackson sack. Shotgun formation. Wimberly takes the snap. Here come the Canes. Wimberly wants to throw, but he will be harassed and go down. Wow, Quanzi Jackson. Finished him off. He was hit a couple times. Boy, it was like a pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, that was the sack that uh, yeah that he he really got rattled around. Yeah. And uh, Quanzi finished him off. Uh, Quanzi, you've had a great season so far. Yes, sir. All right. I know uh, watching that game, seeing you out there, kind of uh, with like a speed rush on him, and the quarterback being young, you really put a lot of pressure on him. One of the plays that impressed me the most is when you. Got in there, knocked the ball loose, and then just reached down with one hand and picked it up. You were trying to scoop and score there, weren't you? Yeah, I was. He grabbed the ball my leg. I was out there. Yeah, I grabbed the ball my leg. All right, well, you've obviously uh, this defense is going to be the leader of this team this year where a lot of times in the past we've had offense would kind of to dictate, but defense obviously has to def- uh, dictate this year. Um, as a new guy coming in there, what do you think that you have to continue to do to make this uh, – Defense and defensive end, obviously, you know who's played in the past several years at defensive end for Manatee and had a lot of great success, but you're going to have to uh, come in and kind of continue what to keep that going? Continue getting off the ball and uh, setting an example for the people that play behind me so they can get better because everybody got to get better. And I know we've talked about it with this defense over the time, and I've been watching 25-plus years and uh, really involved that way. And I think this defense has the potential to continue to be one of the best 11 or 13. We've got several other players in there to continue to go, um, especially the defensive line. What are your buddies next to you? Make it easier for you? Yeah, uh, Devon, Mays, he make it a lot easier for me because he like big. He can clog up the hole in Malik. He's sort of like a speed rusher like me. And then we got Mackey on the other end. He's strong. And then I'm just a speed rusher. I try to go to get quarterback every chance I get. All right, I know your defensive coach is sitting behind you over there. Um, try to take it a little easier in warm-ups, I think. We heard a little uh, fun play there in warm-ups. Got a little banged up just for the game, so you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I just got to uh, keep going there and keep uh, getting my shoulder back right. But right. Well, great job. And, I, you know, we talk about Johnny being back a lot. You'll be back a lot. You keep working hard, so great job. Appreciate it. Yeah, Quanzie Jackson, give him a hand. Uh, he's just he's played outstanding football this year. Mackey on the other end, Mays and Mills in the middle. Wow, that's what Coach Schott and I were just talking about. You know, his stat sheet from Friday night was something that most kids would love to have in the season. You know, five and a half sacks and you know 11, 11 total tackles for loss. I mean, it's pretty 
pretty impressive performance. How many total sacks did we have, Chad? Oh, I'm not sure I on that number. We may I know have we had, had, I, I want to say seven. I want to think we had about seven yeah. to eight. Yeah, and they had about 19 to 20 negative plays. Um, only two yards rushing. It was it was pretty it was pretty good defensive performance. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, we're going to take uh, our last time out of the night, and we still have the trivia question out there. Uh, that is the number of undefeated seasons, and uh, well, Gene Gallo thinks that uh, he knows. So before we go to the break, let's see what uh, Gene can come up with here. Gene Gallo, hold on, he's finishing his uh, rap. It looks like. Yeah, I just read this in the Gallo Encyclopedia. I think it's 14. 14? 14? <laughs> Lower. My Lower. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we're going to take a time out with that one. You're listening to uh, Hurricane Hotline Live from Beefo Brady's. We'll be back with more right after this. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take, fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and antioxidant-rich krill oil together in one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can reduce your risk of coronary heart disease. It also promotes joint comfort in just seven days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free, but only by calling 1-800-951-1103. 1-800-951-1103. Call now for your free bottle, 1-800-951-1103. That's 1-800-951-1103. Hey, there's my son. You've been in your room all morning. Hey, Dad. Um, Matt, what's wrong with your voice? There is nothing wrong with my voice. Oh, well, it's just sort of... I have been playing my video games and electronic games for so many hours. Uh-huh. Well, it sounds like it might be time for you to take a break, or... Hello, Dad. Um, Susan? I have been watching TV and text messaging all morning. Yay, electronics. Yay, yay, yay. Guys, I think it's about time to get in the car and take a little trip. Maybe see some trees, some green things. What are these green things you speak of? This weekend, un plug take your family to the forest there's nothing in the world like experiencing nature firsthand trees pass bluebirds streams getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org brought to you by the u.s forest service and the ad council i'm in the car next to you on the highway i sit in front of you on the bus i'm one out of every six americans and i'm struggling with hunger This isn't an uncontrollable epidemic. There's enough food in this country to feed every hungry person. Please, visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those around you, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up? Holla at ya, boy. XOXOXO. You getting these texts? Question mark. Where are you? What are you doing? OMG, you are making me mad. You better text me back. 
I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. Thatsnotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Don't smoke in the house. Don't smoke in the house. Don't smoke around the kids. In the house. Don't smoke in the car. Don't smoke in the house. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as making your home and car smoke-free zones. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Welcome back to our final segment of Hurricane Hotline. Manatee Hurricanes get the first regular season win last week against Sanford Seminole. Even up the record at 1-1, one and one, but has there been a team that's played any tougher a schedule, including the kickoff classic, where the Hurricanes knocked off Eastlake, and Eastlake is rolling just like they did last year. We knocked off Eastlake in the kickoff classic, and they went on to the semi, or all the way to the state, or semis? Semis. 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 Lost to Dwyer. Yeah, that's right, and Dwyer went on to win the state. And uh, this year, Eastlake may do more of the same. Um, but, you know, again, that just prepares you for later on in the season. Now, we're 1-1. One one. Naples is 2-0. and oh. Naples has knocked off Dunbar, 47-6, to and Golden Gate, 44-16. I'm here to tell you that those two teams are uh, okay, but um, you can't compare those two teams to the teams that Manatee has played. I guarantee you if those teams played against each other, the teams that Manatee played would have won. And and Ware County arguably will be one of the better teams that uh, that you see. Uh, they're, they're very talented. And what we were able to do, again, defensively against that offense is very impressive. And I, and I still go back. Chad, uh, we talked about this last week about how they kept to the game plan there. I mean, because I, I kept saying – well, they've got to try to pick it up a little bit here, you know, and, and I, I can't say that it didn't work. It, you know, yeah. they, they hit the long pass. Yeah, they do what they do, and <laughs> and they eventually, what they hope to do is they wear you down to where, you know, there was only a yard gain or two yard, and all of a sudden it's a 20-yard gain. And, and, you know, for us on defense, we knew going in that they were going to stick to the game plan. I think that they saw some things in our secondary uh, from our free safety that, that – 
they actually threw the ball more in our game than they had the, the prior games that we saw on them. Um, so they, they saw some some depth issues from our free safety. But, yeah, I mean, teams, same with Naples. I mean, uh, Skelly for us, 7-on-7, seven seven is not, not too big of an issue this week because mm-hmm. they just only do a couple pass plays. Um, but, yeah, they just stick with what they know and stick with what and they trust in their in their system and they just continue to grind now naples is uh, a school that it has some tradition they've got two state championships down there if you really want to look at what they've done athletically oh my gosh uh, go on uh the internet and check out how many state championships they have in girls softball i mean it, it's incredible they've got double digit in girls softball, which I I was just going over some of their stuff, and I noticed that. But uh, they do have two championships in football. And we still have our trivia question out on championships uh, for the Hurricanes' undefeated seasons, actually, uh, in the 100 years of Manatee football. But here's our second trivia question. This has to do with Naples High School. They have a player who is all of a sudden – a pretty darn good running back in the NFL. And he was a second-round pick. And I'm not going to tell you he was out of a Big Ten program, okay, out of a Big Ten program, and he's playing. If I tell you this, you'll probably get it. He's playing for the 49ers, all right? So you tell me who that is. He's a graduate of Naples back in 2008, and I didn't even realize that he, he went I to think school I know who you're talking about. I don't at, know. I think in Naples, but he did. He got out of the state of Florida somehow wow. uh, from Miami, FSU, and Florida, and he headed to Big Ten country, and now he's playing on Sundays. Who is it? Who is this running back, a big kind of bruising type running back? Um, if you know, Gosh, you fantasy football people have to know this, okay? <laughs> I actually uh, just looked him up recently after last week's performance, and he was already picked up. So. Yeah. 955-0930, our local number if you want to guess who that Naples High running back is who is now playing on Sunday. Uh, you can answer that, or you can answer how many undefeated seasons we've had at Manatee High School, 100 years of football. We're celebrating that this year. We'll be on the air against Naples at 7 o'clock, 7.30 kickoff. We honor the state champion cheer team at halftime. But come out to this game because you are going to see two of the finest teams in the state going at it, John. Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be a physical game, and and, uh, I'm glad you you talked about how uh, effective – <clears throat> excuse me, their their offense is and how they stick to their game plan, and it's going to be a smash-mouth type of football game like we talked about with Ware, with Ware County. And uh, they've got some talented skill players as well, and uh, just like we do as well. And so it'll be, a, it'll be a good matchup. Their quarterback's pretty good. He's a senior, Chad, and doesn't seem to make any mistakes. And I was surprised in watching uh, last week's game that I believe it was the first play from scrimmage. They, they threw a bomb. Yes, yeah, and we actually did that in scout team first first play. We did the we did the bomb, and they got a kid seventeen out on the edge. I think it's Tyler Bird is his name. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's a junior four star. He's committed to Florida, um, and he plays a little bit of corner too. But yeah, so they they'll test it a little bit here and there, um, and uh, but yeah, the quarterback's pretty good. Um, makes the right decisions. Doesn't doesn't turn the ball over too much, um, and they got two athletic running backs. Um, and again, just with the with the veer and, and the split back, and they're only three yards back from the line of scrimmage. It's a real quick hit type running game, so um, it'll be a tough game. John, what have you seen from their defense that impresses you, and maybe some of the things that we'll be able to do, or is it more just about 
we just got to get better each week and we'll be fine. Well, I think that's part of it, um, you know, and, and, and that's what we're working on is, you know, correcting ourselves first and making sure that we're uh, executing like we, like we should. Um, but the one thing that I've noticed just watching them on film is, is how fast they flow to the, to the football. Um, you know, they, they see run and they go. Um, they, uh, we talked about the, the, the bird kid, number 17, playing corner. Um, you know, he's, he's athletic enough to, he tries to bait you into doing some different things and, and make the play on the football. But, um, um, I, I've noticed that they just, they are very fast and, 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 and read run very quickly and they're in there, um, you know, trying to get their linebackers in there. But, um, at the same token, they, uh, with what they do is they, they spread, you know, their outside backers, um, pretty wide with our slot receivers, uh, to try to, to stop any type of pre-snap bubble screen throws, um, and then those guys react quickly. So I think, uh, you know, it, it leaves them a little bit more vulnerable in the middle of the field, and, and so that puts a lot of ownership now on the offensive line to um, to win the battle up front. Uh, Bill Kramer is their head coach, and he's been there a long time. Long time, and uh, has, has built a, a great program and, and a lot of tradition there. And, and uh, you know, and, and, and just like any good program, uh, you get a guy that's that's been in there a long time, and, and um, you know, you, you, you find success with that. Okay, that'll be uh, Friday night, Naples and Manatee. Our two trivia questions out there, the former Naples great running back who is now in the NFL. He's a rookie in the NFL now, if anybody knows who it is. Uh, give us a call, or you can answer it right here at Beefo Brady's 955-0930, 955-0930. The other trivia question that is standing, undefeated seasons by the Hurricanes in 100 years of football. And uh, Gene, go ahead. All right, tell us who you are. Charles. Jackson. <laughs> and that rookie running back is Carlos Hyde. You got it, Charles yeah, yep. Jackson. <laughs> nice. Excellent. 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 And we, we're going to load Charles up, man. I didn't know he was from Naples. Yeah. That's digging there. Carlos Hyde, Ohio State Buckeyes. And um, we, uh, we won't talk about how the Buckeyes did this past weekend against Virginia Tech. Not too well, though. Um, Urban's still coaching, though, so, yep. you know. Yes, uh, he hasn't quit yet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there there were some interesting games in college football. We usually go into that the final five minutes, and we will here shortly. But, uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde, I, I, I wasn't aware uh, that he did go down there, and somehow he, he got out of the state of Florida. But what a great match. amazing how that happens. Yeah. And he's uh, basically going to uh, split time with Gore in San Francisco, and he got 50 yards in his debut last week, but look for him to uh, emerge as the starter uh, because Gore, you know, for a running back, he's getting up there. Yep. All right, we've got uh, just just under, uh, yeah, about three minutes left in the show. Uh, Chad Choate, big college football fan. Uh, yeah. Some pretty good games last week, uh, but some major surprises. Uh, Ohio State losing. And um, the Oregon game, that, that, was, that was a pretty good game. I got to see just a little bit of that. But uh, Michigan State was way ahead, and Oregon comes screaming back. I just love how all the experts will jump on bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. And now it's all Oregon. And I love, and I love how, how I'm, not, I'm not necessarily a Big Ten guy, I'm a Gator guy, but I love how the Big Ten's out of it. It's week two, and the Big Ten's right. out of any kind of postseason right. college playoff there is. It's kind of it's funny how you know they do jump on that. But I tell you, 
one person I love seeing right now, the, the team, is Texas A&M. They are they that offense that they have, and I'm a defensive guy, but that offense they have is scary. Well, you, you just follow the track record of someone everywhere he's yep. been. When he was at Houston, they had a dynamic offense. Yep. So obviously, this guy is a dynamic coach as far as offense goes. Kenny Hill's a great quarterback. Uh, used to watch his dad pitching for the Cardinals, uh, mm-hmm. and he's he's outstanding. John, do you watch much college football on Saturday? Um, I try to get uh, at least one game. Yeah. In. Yeah, yeah, as I'm you're, doing a lot of family yeah, time and, and then breaking film down from Friday night. It, it uh, leaves me about one football game. One football game, yeah. And then that's usually there's one big game each mm-hmm. week and then a bunch of games that are okay. Uh, Chad, you heading to the Swamp Saturday? I am. I All am. Right. How would you know? How would you guess? Well, well, we'll be up there. Stop by the tailgate. We're right outside the Union. And, uh, well, I shouldn't say that on the air, I guess. I'll have everybody. <laughs> Everybody's coming. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> They'll all be showing up there. But, uh, yeah, an interesting weekend of college football this coming weekend, and we'll touch on it next week. But the big thing is the Canes and Golden Eagles live from Joe Anfield at Hawkins Stadium will be on the air at 7, 7.30 kickoff. But you got to get out there for that football game. All right, four undefeated seasons, four in the history of the Hurricanes, and that dates back to 1915. Then we had, in the 50s, we had a couple of undefeated seasons. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, in the 80s, we had an undefeated season. Yep. And only four, though. Yeah. It's remarkable. The 83 team was good. Yeah, 83 team is uh, the team that everybody thinks of, the undefeated. That was Joe's first state championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to close it out live from Beefo Brady's. I want to thank our players of the game, Quanzy Jackson. And, of course, uh, Johnny Lang for Gene Brown and our coaches here tonight, Chad Choate and head coach John Booth. This is Dave Bristow. So long until Friday night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.